across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Guys, in my 27 years of uh, doing this full time, I, I could think of many occasion where my stomach hurt and my body ached because I lost a listing. I, I was consumed by the fact that I thought that I had it, that I had massive rapport with the people and it was in the bag and then they called me and said they liked somebody better. It was almost like a jealousy thing where... You know, a girlfriend uh, decided she liked a guy better. It hurt, right? It hurt, and I hated it. I can remember several occasions where my children were little, and I was playing with them joyfully, and then I had to put on a suit and go out on a listing appointment, and I came home, took off the suit after three hours, and of course, I missed them. They're taking their naps or whatever, and three or four days later, I find out I didn't get it. I'm like, I wasted that time. I... That the time was stolen from me and it pissed me off and uh, that's one of the reasons i created the cla course the certified listing agent course i got eight of the top listing agents sat them down filmed them unedited to the degree of you know oh cut that out i don't want my competitors to know or oh cut that out i don't want people to see it none of that was happening buddy we filmed everything and then we had discussions on uh, their listing appointment, why they do what they do. Then I took that and we cut it up in the seven to 12 minute pieces and created quizzes for each little piece. So if you wanted to, you could take two years to take this course. Every free 10 minutes you have, take a module, 52 modules of this, right? I mean, this is high intensity stuff that works. By the time you finish this, it's going to be ingrained. You're going to roll into that listing appointment with a Superman cape on. And on top of that, I'm so confident about this that I'm personally guaranteeing it. You guys, I'm easy to find. Google me. I'm easy to find. You know, if you're pissed about the course and you think it sucks, send me an email. Pat, this course sucks. Give me my money back. I'll give it to you right away. I got no problems with that because I'm guaranteeing this course that you'll love it and you'll think that it's well worth the money so what i did is i made a promise uh the first 200 people get 50 percent off we're not there yet we are over 100 so more than 50 percent of our coupons are gone i have less than 100 coupons left for 50 percent off all you got to do is go to hybendigital.com backslash cla50 hybendigital.com backslash cla50 as soon as those 200 are up Boom, it's going on the market for $9.97. And it's still going to be worth it because it's got 28 downloads of pre-list books, you know, pre-list books, net sheets, CMAs, everything that these guys use today, not yesterday, today, everything these eight agents use on a listing appointment and their uninterrupted listing presentation and bite-sized chunks and quizzes to make sure it sinks in and you must get high scores on each quiz. And when you're done, you get a certificate 
It says CLA. You can put CLA on your business card. And the certificate is LinkedIn compatible and it goes right on LinkedIn if you want it. It, it. it just makes you that much more worthy and that much more able, first and foremost, to get there and beat any mega agent, any neighborhood specialist, any agent that you have lost a listing to in the past, no longer. No more sand in the face, skinny guy. This is going to work. Trust me. And like I said, 100% guaranteed if it doesn't. So go on, hybendigital.com backslash CLA50. And I'll see you at the bank with the listing commission checks in hand. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great returning guest today. Man, we are, we're like... 350 60 episodes in and pat wadham was like one of our first 10 or so episodes ever and uh, i don't know how she hasn't made it back so far but uh here she is back again almost three years later and she is still kicking it in baton rouge louisiana and just doing all the right things so i'm excited to get her back on the show so without further ado pat welcome back to pat hyman interviews real estate rock stars wow has it really been three years pat it seems like just the other day we were chatting it's crazy (laughs) time goes by so fast you're not kidding some dude asked me today how long i've been in real estate i was like 28 years in november and i was like that that's terrible that you know that that is too long. <laughs> I got to be. I got, 30, I got 33 years. Yeah, I know. Doesn't it sound like, doesn't it feel like, you know, you just started? I mean. It was just the other day. When I didn't have a team, I was doing it all myself. What right. was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, why don't you give a little rundown? You know, like how many houses did you sell last year? We did about a hundred. All right, cool. And uh, what was your ECI, your ego uh, gro- uh, commission income. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I make the same thing no matter what I do, which is about, uh, we want to do real numbers. I can give you real numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. what's your, okay. So what was your GCI? It was about 670,000. Okay. And then what was your net profit? My net profit that I put, well, see, I don't know how to figure that number out. How about like, what do your tax returns I- say? Well, I know how much I, I, I put in my pocket, so about 250000 There you go. Okay. So, all right. So, you're at like 33% profit margin, which mm-hmm. is decent, you know, for 100 houses. That's good, I think. So, quarter mil. So, and that was, by the way, that was after taxes were paid. That was how much oh, money I actually had. So, you had. probably, so you probably. I'm closer to 45%. Okay. 45%. Yeah. So, yeah. that would make sense. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, even better then. Oh, yeah. So you read net, net, net numbers, yeah. right? Okay. I just look at, all I look at is how much do I have? You know, you pay your bills, you pay your taxes. How much do I have left over? That's my number. That's awesome. I love it. A, a friend of mine, Tim Rhodes, calls it left to invest. Ah, there you go. There you, you know, go. You know, after all the bills uh, and, and we actually chart it out together, you know, after you pay all your business expenses, then you pay your family expenses, then you you know pay your taxes what is left is left to invest and that's really 
the real number we should be concentrating on, actually, now that you think about it, instead of ECI, Ego Commission Income, we should be going LTI, left to invest. <laughs> I like that. Mine is money in my pocket. Money in my pocket. How much do I have to go travel on? Yeah, that's beautiful. We should do that. We should do that. Okay, I'll write that down. So, um, all right. So, what is the market like in Baton Rouge, <laughs> Louisiana? It's like a bipolar market. Can I just say it's crazy market I'm in? Absolutely crazy. Why? What? What's bipolar about it? <sighs> well, we have homes that sell in in days with multiple offers. And I have a home in the same neighborhood. I sold one in one day, multiple offers, and the other one is sitting there six weeks later. Very much similar homes. There's no rhyme, no reason. It could be the color of the wallpaper. I mean, or the paint. I, I, who knows? It makes no sense. So, so what do you we, tell the seller? I mean, he's like, damn, you sold the neighbor lickety split. Yeah. Now, what, did well, you, you know, sell the neighbor lickety split first, and then they called you and said, no, man, you No. No. Other way around. Other way around. Really? So, yeah, so what I tell my seller, I said, you know, we just got to, if, if, if we've been here six weeks, and I tell them up front, back to managing the expectations, which is what we're going to talk about, I tell them up front, you're either going to sell in the first two weeks, or you're waiting for a buyer, or you're making some changes. It's the nature of my market. So, so you list this house, mm-hmm. it, it's on the market, they're like feeling good, first couple of weeks, then you list their neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. The neighbor's house sells. Now, the person that bought the neighbor's house, did they look at the other house? No. And the reason wow. is the people who bought the house that sold, they wanted room to put a pool in the backyard. And this other house does not have room because they already have a gazebo in the middle of their yard. So you can't put anything there unless you tear the gazebo down. So they didn't even look at it? Nope. Not even in the, mar- not and, even in the running. And um, you just told the people, hey, look, they looked at it online. Mm-hmm. You know, and they said, you know, no, we want a pool and we don't want to tear the gazebo down. Yep, basically it. Wow. And now that other house is sitting. So uh, so you can't decide whether it's a seller market or buyer market. It, yeah, and it just depends on where you are. It just depends on, oh, my God, just, you know, I can tell you that I, if, if right now if you've got a pool, I'll have your house sold in days. If you had a pool six weeks ago, it's sitting there. So, it's just, it's a crazy market, but you know what? You just have to pay attention and, again, tell sellers up front what you think is going to happen and what you're going to do if it doesn't. Now, do you charge more money for a pool? Like if there's two houses next to yeah. each other? Yes. What do they get? Yes, they get half of the value of the pool. So if, if you have a $100,000 pool, you get 50000 No kidding. Yep. And, a, and an appraiser will, will, will do yes. that? Will give yes. 50000 for a pool? They'll give you half. That's why I give them half because I know what the appraiser is going to give me. That's pretty good. That you you know I mean in my experience in Maryland you know you know some appraisers won't give you shit for it or not, they don't have to give you anything you know they'll right, give you zero right. or maybe ten grand and mm. doesn't matter all the slides that you have in it and a grotto and landscaping none of, none of that matters it it could be a, a basic lap pool versus a house a pool with a grotto and three water slides and the same they give the same value so your guys but you know are, are but see nice. down here we can we can use our pool from you know kids will get in in april i'll get in in june and we can go till september until you have a little cold snap so we get a pretty good amount of time in the pools yeah yeah i think that makes a difference here too yeah and and obviously if it's a desirability and it's a marketable thing that that for decades and decades people have pay, been willing to pay fifty thousand more for a pool, then certainly the banks could be like, hey, you know, we're mm-hmm. going to give value to it. Yeah, wow, 
that makes that that's neat. So so what are you doing different today um, to get business? Well, a couple of things. Um, you know, I'm always trying something new to get more business because most of our business is you know repeat and referral business, and not and that's a that's you know, keep those people happy. That's the most important thing. Um, but some other things I've tried, I've tried like listing grabber, you know, it's a new, uh, product out there, I think, or not that new, but what is I've it? Tried, I, I never heard of it. What is it? You haven't heard. Uh, they do some marketing to areas that you help them pick out that have a good turnover and they send these, uh, these, these postcards to them. And when the people raise their hand by going online, then they send me the person's name, phone number, address, and then it's up to me to go, they give you all the stuff to provide. You go to their house with some cookies and a little booklet and some stuff. And uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And, so, so they're the listing grabbers looking at at like algorithms or mm-hmm, time, yeah, whatever, yeah. and they're saying, okay, Philip B- Billingsley is going to sell. Uh, Philip Billingsley lives here, and then they send Philip a postcard. Yeah, and then Philip goes online and goes, oh, I want more information on that, which might be how I can sell your house. I have buyers waiting or the market's hot. Click here for more information. And once they click there, there's just a little blurb they have on a website, but they capture that person's name, address, uh, et cetera, and send it to me, and then it's up to, and then they have a whole program for you to follow. Now, here's the key. I've been doing this for about nine months and have it, I've been on you know a couple of appointments, but I can tell you the people I've talked to, it's going to be next year that it's going to pay off because I'm just now getting people who are ready to list with me after getting these postcards and all these mailings from me for the past nine months. So, so does, does Listing Grabber keep sending them stuff? Yes, every month. Every month. And then they send them stuff um, every month and then I send them stuff um uh, letters that they have prepared for me, packages that they've prepared for me. So basically, I just customized it and send it out. It was a very interesting thing to try. And then, and and then at some point, you just show up with cookies. Yeah, 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 I do. And look, this is just weird. This is weird. I mean, I go get the cookies from Costco or whatever. You know, two, three dollar thing yeah. of cookies, Awkward, ten yeah. of cookies. Put it in my little bag, my little presentation that they have for me that I, and I drop it off the house half the time don't even meet the people sometimes I do but the lady I'm working on listing her house and a couple of other properties for her she goes you know you brought those delicious cookies out that day and I'm going yeah they were really great weren't they <laughs> you know little shortbread cookies and do you ever tell them hey you know you were you were targeted by an algorithm <laughs> no, and, 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 no. so they, no. they, they, they by the time they list they, they have no idea how they met you no, they they're like, don't. I don't know how Pat came. What 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 a meaningful coincidence. Well, look, at I was at Wicked the other night and uh, so my clients were there it's in New Orleans. And and then when their friend says, oh, I just got one of your postcards the other day. And I'm going, it's one of those listing grabber postcards because I didn't send anything to yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what's your name again? <laughs> you went said, right home and you put, looked her up on Facebook and her like. <laughs> and I, I wanted to say, hey, if you signed up online, I'd be delivering you some delicious cookies. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, what does uh, what would they charge you by the number of houses, mm-hmm. or yes. how do you pay for that? Yeah, and I pick how many I wanted to do. I spend about eleven hundred a month on it. That's hmm. about. Uh, I think it's probably. I'm. I'm going to guess. I think my na- my target I did was about twelve hundred houses. I think. That's awesome. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll put a link on hybendigital.com backslash pat w. I'll just put a link at Pat W. I haven't had any other Pat W. So make it easy for you guys. Hybendigital.com backslash Pat W. 
Uh, I'll put a link to uh, Listing Grabber and, of course, everything else that we talk about today. And and uh, while I got the mic here, let's uh, pause for a quick commercial break. Guys, in my 27 years of uh, doing this full-time, I, I could think of many occasion where my stomach hurt and my body ached because I lost a listing. I, I was consumed by the fact that I thought that I had it, that I had massive rapport with the people, and it was in the bag, and then they called me and said they liked somebody better. It was almost like a jealousy thing where... You know, a girlfriend uh, decided she liked a guy better. It hurt, right? It hurt, and I hated it. I can remember several occasions where my children were little, and I was playing with them joyfully, and then I had to put on a suit and go out on a listing appointment, and I came home, took off the suit after three hours, and, of course, I missed them. They're taking their naps or whatever, and three or four days later, I find out I didn't get it. I'm like, I wasted that time. I... That the time was stolen from me and it pissed me off and uh, that's one of the reasons i created the cla course the certified listing agent course i got eight of the top listing agents sat them down filmed them unedited to the degree of you know oh cut that out i don't want my competitors to know or oh cut that out i don't want people to see it none of that was happening buddy we filmed everything and then we had discussions on uh, their listing appointment, why they do what they do. Then I took that and we cut it up in the 7 to 12 minute pieces and created quizzes for each little piece. So if you wanted to, you could take two years to take this course. Every free 10 minutes you have, take a module. 52 modules of this, right? I mean, this is high intensity stuff that works. By the time you finish this, it's going to be ingrained. You're going to roll into that listing appointment with a Superman cape on. And on top of that, I'm so confident about this that I'm personally guaranteeing it. You guys, I'm easy to find. Google me. I'm easy to find. You know, if you're pissed about the course and you think it sucks, send me an email. Pat, this course sucks. Give me my money back. I'll give it to you right away. I got no problems with that because I'm guaranteeing this course that you'll love it and you'll think that it's well worth the money so what i did is i made a promise uh the first 200 people get 50 percent off we're not there yet we are over 100 so more than 50 percent of our coupons are gone i have less than 100 coupons left for 50 percent off all you got to do is go to hybendigital.com backslash cla50 hybendigital.com backslash cla50 as soon as those 200 are up Boom, it's going on the market for $9.97. And it's still going to be worth it because it's got 28 downloads of pre-list books. You know, pre-list books, net sheets, CMAs, everything that these guys use today, not yesterday, today. Everything these eight agents use on a listing appointment and their uninterrupted listing presentation and bite-sized chunks and quizzes to make sure it sinks in and you must get high scores on each quiz. And when you're done, you get a certificate that says CLA. You can put CLA on your business card. And the certificate is LinkedIn compatible and it goes right on LinkedIn if you want it. It, it, it just makes you that much more worthy and that much more able, first and foremost, to get there and beat any mega agent, any 
neighborhood specialist, any agent that you have lost a listing to in the past, no longer. No more sand in the face, skinny guy. This is going to work. Trust me. And like I said, 100% guaranteed if it doesn't. So go on, hybendigital.com backslash CLA50. And I'll see you at the bank with the listing commission checks in hand. Okay, I'm back with Pat Wadham. And uh, Pat, so, you know, what else is going on there? What, what, what sort of technology are you using now that you're excited about our phone application? You know, the, I have found this past year or two when, you know, the market got a little interesting uh, that we've all kind of gone back to the basics again. So I have technology. I got, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a Apple girl. I bought the whole, you know, I drank the Kool-Aid. So everything I have is a Mac, Apple watch. The, I love my Apple watch. I love my Apple watch. I love talking to people on my Apple watch. I'm just saying really? I love my Apple watch. So you oh actually use it because I, 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 I oh don't my God, know if yes. it, yeah. So, so you, you, <laughs> will your phone be in your pocket or are you just? It, it could be in my office and I'm in the copy room. It could be, it, I just have to be on the same And you just hit it and, and mm-hmm. you touch it, tap it, and it's not tap too it. small. My, my fear with that is it's too damn small. That it's how not. Gonna, yeah, yeah, it's not. In fact, I, w- I saw absolutely no need to have one, absolutely no need. And I went to the Apple store because I needed a new power cord. And since my business client, you know, not just anybody could wait on me. I had to wait for my, my business guys to come out and get me. So they leave me by a table with an Apple Watch for me to play with. And within five minutes, I had to have one. And, of course, I have the sports watch with five different bands, different colors. <laughs> the same. Yeah. <laughs> So I walk around like Dick Tracy talking to my watch. It's pretty cool. Yeah, well, that's cool, you know, and you don't have to lug it around is the cool part. You know, your phone, you don't have to lug your phone around. Well, particularly, you know, when you're home and, you know, your phone's in your kitchen and you're in the bedroom doing something or, you know, or you're outside and it rings and and you can, you know, it rings and you can answer it. So I I love it and, and messaging is great on it. So I just, anyway, I'm an Apple girl, so I have all kinds of, if it's Apple, I, I have it. So, uh, but but back to, we've really gone back to, I mean, we're even doing billboards again. You know, the old technology Wait, Okay, so what's your message? What, do you, what are you putting on your billboards? The me- this is very cool. It says, um, the name you have trusted for over 30 years. Hmm. Yeah, that's Simple, great. effective, my, in my, you know, big phone number. So that's one of the things we've done. We've gone back to, uh, we just had a, a little contest for our clients, you know, how you need to, to update their information. So, you know, we did the, you know, the drawing for a hundred dollars to your favorite restaurant. If you sent your new information in. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, slow that one down. So, okay. So tell me about that. Well, every few years, you know, you need to get your clients new information because they keep changing their email addresses. Oh, yeah, you know? it's terrible, yeah. So we send them out this little form that says, you know, what, you know, same thing. Everybody's changing their email. We want to keep up with you. Please, you know, fill out the form. And it has, you know, birthdays and, you know, phone numbers, email addresses, and then their favorite restaurant. And then it goes into a drawing, and somebody will win, you know, a $100 gift certificate. And people just love doing that kind of stuff. And we don't do it that often. We should probably do it more often. Or if I... 
call them more often and ask them that question. But anyway, but it's just a kind of a fun thing to do. And so one of the, the people who won the other day, she was so excited because her husband's birthday is this month. So I delivered the gift certificate to their house, took a picture. Then another client called me yesterday and said, hey, have you drawn it yet? Did I win? Ha! I said, no. I said, well, we're going to have more drawings for you guys. So we're, we're trying to have more fun things like that where the clients can participate. And in fact, last year, you're going to love this. Oh, my God, this is so funny. So last year, for the first time, I did the Thanksgiving pie giveaway. Thanksgiving pie giveaway. Okay, tell me yeah. about this. Uh, all my all my my friends have said for years, you need to do this because they do it. So I finally, you know, Wait said, okay. So I'll... everyone got a pie, right? Well, everybody got the opportunity to get a pie. Oh, I so see. I, I sent a postcard out. We're going to give away pies for Thanksgiving. They're, you know, you have to order them three weeks ahead of time because I didn't I mean, I, this was my first year. I learned so much about what to do and what not to do. Uh, that's a whole nother story. Uh, but anyway, so uh, because I, did, I didn't realize it was a three-week, you know, lead-in, people only had three days to tell me if they wanted to pie or not. Thank God, because we have 90 people who are 96 people who wanted pies. So, uh, so when you sent out a postcard, said, hey, you know, free pie on Thanksgiving. Stop by my office mm-hmm. and, you know, That's email me, email me here if, if RSVP sort of. Mm-hmm. Or, or, yeah, or, it was it was put in your order for your pie by this date. So they basically had three days to put in their order for the and, pie. And that was an accident. If you had to do that it was ne- ac- next year, yeah, you're going to give was, them more time. Yeah, like two week leeway. But, okay. uh, yeah, that would be enough time for me. And so then we had about 96 pies. And so I ordered them from Costco. Costco calls me the day they were ready because we had the, you know, the day set up. Yeah. And we go pick them up. I mean, think about picking up 90 pies. And these aren't little pies. These are big pies. Yeah. And they weigh a lot. And so we, got, we load my husband's truck bed down with pies. We load my car down with pies. Oh we got God. pies everywhere. How much is and a pie? Pies ran anywhere from 5 to $11. So and would, would you give big. them a choice of, of uh, pumpkin or apple? That's it. No sweet yeah, potato. Was, huh? No, no other choices. So I got pumpkin or apple, <laughs> and that's like, let's look at that was hard enough. And then, <laughs> then they could come by the Next office year. and that come yeah, coming from nine o'clock in the morning to five o'clock in the hour, five o'clock in the afternoon, they could pick the pies. So all day long, we are handing out pies. Now we did call them the day before to remind them that their pie was in. And to come get their pie, okay? Because a couple of people forgot that they had ordered a pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it had been three weeks. Pies, and they had a couple yeah. of clients who were having some uh, health issues. So I delivered three pies to, to my, you know, some, some of my good clients who couldn't come in and get their pie. But anyway, I'm going to tell you, people, one of the first clients I ever sold a house to, one of the first clients I've never heard from it, but the mailings never returned. So you figure they're still living there. He came, couldn't wait to see me, tell me about the grandkids, how they always keep up with me, you know. You couldn't buy this kind of good PR. Everybody who came by had a blast. They had pictures to show me. We all visited. I was never so tired my whole life as I was at the end of that day. <laughs> how long? Um, like, how, like well, you did like nine to five? Come in. Nine to five. Oh, my God, yes. On like a Saturday or something? No, a weekday. It's, uh, Thanksgiving's on Thursday. They picked up the pies on Tuesday. And a lot of people picked up their pies. They're, they're on their way out of town. That was the pie they were taking to whoever they were going to be going to for Thanksgiving. I mean, people, our million-dollar clients came to get the pies as well as my, Isn't that weird know, what people will do, especially when you get a pie that costs five bucks, right? I'm now, You're going you. to Costco and getting a pie for 5 to $11. Yeah. And get person, people are buying a million-dollar house, but they stop yep. off on their way on their, on, on their drive to freaking New Jersey or something and pick Wherever. up the pie. Right. I know. It just it blows your mind. But I'm going to tell you what. Everybody had fun. It was like a big party all day. We had... We had refreshments, and some people brought all their kids with them, and so, you know, we had little things to give kids, and, 
just, you know, we made it a fun day, but I think it was the main thing was people came by to see us, see the office. They knew what we were, you know, it was just a fun thing. And uh, a lot of people said it's the best thing of all the things I give them. That's the best thing that we'd ever given them. So, cause we give them lots of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that, that's fascinating. So at the end of the day, you know, you spent a thousand bucks on pies. That's it, right? And then, yep. and then, and then some mailers or whatever. So the whole thing might have cost you fifteen hundred bucks. Less than that, I guarantee you, it's less than that. And tons of business, I bet you. Yes, we will. Guess. We will get yeah, because because a lot of the people who came are our repeat clients who, you know, they just love us and they know if we got something to give them, it's going to be something good. You know, it was, wasn't going to be a crummy pie. It's going to be a good pie. I mean, so. if you if you hug ninety six people. That were past clients <laughs> all the way back from 33 years ago. If you're one of your mm-hmm. first pers- first clients got it, that 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 that's could be you know fifty thousand dollars worth of commissions or more. Oh, I think it definitely will be. I can tell you, it was it was huge. It was just, and you know, we've done some other cool things, but that was one of the coolest things we've ever done. The other thing we did uh, that we're going to continue doing, we started doing um, uh, quarterly um, dinners for the clients who just closed. Quarterly so, like dinners a, for the client. Okay, so tell me how this works. So we had a restaurant that had a, um, uh, it was an Italian restaurant. So they set up a buffet for us and had a room for us. And we invited about 30 people to come. And the 30 people came and we had dinner together. I did not serve one. They could buy one, but I wasn't responsible for their alcohol. Okay, that was a, when my, it's just, you know, that's liability. And, um, and then we showed them a new video that we had done on the team. We had three videos and see which one they liked best. They got to vote on it. And so we just had a, a good time to visit with each other. And um, one of my goals was it was a good way for my, my old clients to get to know my team better. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So, so. and then then their clients that I've never met, they got to meet me. So it's uh, again, it's a small, intimate thing. It's not something that you know. At Christmas, I have a hundreds of people at the house, but this is more just you know, really, I had time to talk to everybody. That's awesome, and it's just all basically anybody knew this mm-hmm. this quarter. Yeah, and then if we didn't have enough people, let's say, you know, a lot of people can't come, they got kids, whatever, then we would go back to my good old clients who were always referring business to me, and we would add them to the mix. And that was kind of a good idea, because now I've got old clients in the mix as well as the new clients. So, you know, people who've known us for a long time, plus people who've just, you know, gotten to know us. Hmm, That's awesome. That's great. I mean, it sounds like you're doing a ton of stuff. To just keep, I mean, you stay pretty busy then just with repeat and referral business and with listings. Right. Um, you know, what percentage of your business would you say are listings now? Oh, I'd say 60% still. Smart. Because I let my, te- my, my team still gets, they, they have most of the buyers, but I'm letting them start lists now too. So. Yeah. Well, that's a great business model. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If, if all you need to do is focus on the listings and you're at 60%, that's a sweet number, you know, because it I is. see a lot of people coming on the show and, and because there's so many ways out there to buy buyers that are heavily marketed, uh, a lot of agents are starting to slip and they're going, you know, 70% buyers, 30% listings, no. especially mm. in the seller markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the way you're doing it is the right way. I think, you, you know, you're leaning, li- you want to lean towards heavy on the listings. Oh, always. yes. And you want to buy things. You want to spend money on things that are going to get you listings. Why? Here's a question, Pat. Why do you think that so many agents will spend money trying to get buyers um, where fewer and fewer spend money like you do 
with with this listing grabber and stuff like this, why don't more people spend money on listings? Well, do you remember being a new agent? And when we were new agents, listings always scared us because we don't know how to price them. We don't know how to tell people that their orange shag carpet has to go or their velvet Elvis painting has to go. You know, that's that's I think is a fear of most agents. They just don't know how to handle the sellers. And remember, if you have a buyer. You know, you've got immediate money. You've got a seller. You may have immediate money, but, you know, it's probably down the road because you've got to get past inspections and all that other stuff. So I think uh, I think there's a fear. There's a fear there. And, and buyers are easier money in most people's minds. I think, you know, listings are the way to go myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're 100% right, actually, you know, because they're afraid. You know, that's the thing. There's that fear. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not courageous enough. And, and, and that is... One of the reasons why I, I created a, a, a recent product that I did, the, I'm doing a listing certification course. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, where the, to help agents not be so afraid to go on a listing appointment. You know? Well, let me tell you, you know, uh, you and I talked earlier about managing expectations. I think that's one of the problems that they don't manage the people's expectations up front to understand uh, what the problems can be. Uh, and if you if you tell the sellers up front what your expectations are and what the buyers are going to expect of them, see that's one of the expectations you have to think about. What are the buyers expect of the sellers? You know, if you cover all that up front, some of that fear that you have as a listing agent goes away because you've you've talked to the people, you've discussed these things. It's not like I told you how many showings you were going to get, you didn't get them, and I told you what was going to happen if you didn't. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So what other ways do you manage expectations? Well, you know, I really think when you're talking to the sellers, talking to them about what the buyer's expectations are, because the buyers think that no matter what price they pay for the house, that they paid top dollar for it. And the seller should do every repair, you know, that possible to make that house brand new again. And the sellers expect that, hey, they're buying an older house. I've come down on the price. So therefore, they shouldn't ask me to do anything. So you have to tell them up front what the buyer is going to expect so that when they do get that uh, inspection report in where the buyer starts asking for everything, it's like, you know, you know, we talked about this from day one. This is what the buyers expects. And whenever you're doing the contract, you tell the seller, you know, keep some money back because you're going to get hit with a few things from the buyer on repairs. So I think it's just all that discussion up front is, is what you have to do. Yeah, yeah, always, always. Well, let's talk about some fun stuff, Pat. I remember the last time you were on the yes. show, you know, uh, deep at heart, you're a rocker chick. And, uh, <laughs> and you're like, you, you know, we were talking about autobiographies. I'm a, I'm a big fan of autobiographies, too. I've read, uh, actually, you turned me on to the Slash autobiography. And I, I read, not great? I read a couple of them. God. Yeah, but very fascinating. Fascinating about his mother. I didn't know he was, he, he was biracial. Because he doesn't mm-hmm. look that way, and uh, I didn't know, um, you know, uh, his mom was boyfriend had had an affair with David Bowie and all this stuff. <laughs> anyway, anyways, it was fascinating. I read the Anthony Kiedis biography, autobiography. I thought that was fascinating. Anyways, I've, I've read I've read them pretty much all. What What have you read lately? What 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 rock shows have you gone to? What have you been up to in the <laughs> rock and roll world? Well, you know, I have to tell you, I'm a Beatles girl from way back, so um, people go, she's hardcore heavy metal, but, you know, I'm still a Beatles girl. So uh, Paul McCartney recently played in Arkansas. I'm from Arkansas originally, and I had friends in Little Art going, 
oh my God, Paul McCartney's coming. Are you coming? So yes, I brought three of my friends from Baton Rouge. We hit the road. We had a girl trip weekend that it was another. Selma and Louise, baby. <laughs> Woo! You guys went to Arkansas. Oh, my we goodness. had a blast, and, and uh, anyway, it was so fun, and it was a big deal. And in Arkansas, it was a huge deal to have Paul McCartney there. And it was one of my friends runs, runs a convention center, so you know we had great seats, and it was a, a lovely evening. But you know, it, just doing crazy things like that. I mean, I'll travel. I'll travel to see you know. When my when my guy Steve Vise comes anywhere in, back in the states to play, I'll be back to see him again too. I, I'll travel. That's why I, that's why I sell houses so I can travel and see my my stars. Where do you, where so do you go? go what, like like a concert a month or so? Uh, you know we don't have that many down here, but if I can, uh, I'm I'm more into can I travel to see the like last year I flew to Nashville to see Def Leppard, Tesla, and Six in concert together. That you know Def Leppard hadn't toured in what ten years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Five down front. They yes, still indeed. got the drummer with one arm. <laughs> yeah, they did. They yeah. <laughs> on a good, and one of the guys had just recovered from cancer, and you know, it was you know, and then uh, Joe Elliott's voice was good, but I hear they had to cancel a show that they had close by here recently because his voice went out. So you know, when you have a chance to see these guys at this age, you got to go. You can't wait because they might not have another time to play. You know. Well, you know, there's a good analogy with uh, old rock bands to to real estate agents, and I think that that is, you know, you, you know, at the end of the day, these guys, you know, it's a labor of love. I'll give them that, but deep down, they need to tour, like because oh, they're, God, they're yeah. broke, you know, because they all lose their, they they all spend it. And I think um, uh, real estate agents do, do the same thing. I think we're all gu- guilty of, you know, as an industry, like spending what we got and thinking it's going to la- that our bodies and our minds are going to last <laughs> forever, and that uh, you know we're going to continue to be able to sell and and make commissions, or that we don't need to save and and invest. So, what do you do? What have you done in thirty three well, years to let me tell to ensure you're you're wealthy at the end of the? Oh, uh, let me tell you I, a couple things I did really smart. Number one, at Star Power, Greg Sapp. Remember Greg from Phoenix? Yes, Mister. You know, tight with a dollar and owned all that real property. He really set me down years ago and said, "You got to start buying investment property." So my husband and I started kind of late. We bought our first property, I think, uh, about 15 years ago. We bought a sixplex, and then, then we bought three houses. Um, he made me, uh, Greg gave me the, uh, what's called The Millionaire Next Door, that book. Have you read yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, I'm going, really, I'm, I'm going to live in an old house and drive an old <laughs> car. And, you know, that's not me. Well, guess what? You know, I've been in my house now 16 years. It's paid for. Time my rental flies, properties are right? paid for. I have three beach condos. Uh, I have a really good financial advisor who, you know, I put, um, he has it where I can, I can actually put $70,000 away a year in retirement with the plan he has me set up on. What the hell is that? What, what's he got you on? Well, heck, you think I know that? It's what I pay him yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, pretty yeah. good. That's it's, pretty good because I'm, I'm limited to 6000 yeah, well, because otherwise you have to do all your employees on your team. Well, see, he knows how to do that too. I'm just telling you. Uh, you know, you have the right guy. They know, and and again, he doesn't get a, you know, how a lot of them get paid on what they sell you. Right. He's basically paid them. I think the performance of my portfolio or whatever. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so that's out so, there. And then, and then, uh, how many rental properties do you have? We have, uh, see, three houses, a f- sixplex, and then three beach condos. That's awesome. And, in Alabama. And, uh, that's incredible. So that's great. So yeah, you know, you obviously have taken conscious steps over 33 years to to walk your talk and invest in what you believe in and 
and add things along the way that have uh, that, that the tenants have paid off the mortgages for you. Oh, yeah. And I will tell you this, too. Uh, I also consciously, I'm, I've always been a good saver. I spend a lot of money. I'm great at spending it, but I actually would always uh, have learned to save at least 20% of what I make. So if you can't, you know, if you think about that, if you're putting 20000 50000 a year away, yeah. you know, over your lifetime, you're going to have good money. Yeah. yeah. But you have to, you have to, it is conscious and you have to make decisions. And I, and I think one of the first things I had to learn was what do things actually cost? Like the first time I went to Europe, I was like, I always wanted to go to England, see where the Beatles were. And it's like, oh, it's so expensive to go overseas. Well, guess what? It's not. Once you get the cost down, then you start thinking, I can save for that. Then you start thinking about what you can do when you save your money. So, experience. You know, we're, yeah. Yeah, we're you know, in good shape. I, I'm, I'm like you. You know, I'll spend for experiences and I'll spend for investments. But uh, all the other stuff in the middle, you know, it's a, it's it doesn't do anything for me, you know. So, well, I have yeah. to tell you, Greg sat to me one time and said, uh, 200 pair of shoes does not increase your net worth. I'm like, what? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> right at the end of the day, right? You sell them on eBay for a f- That's one, right. f- one, you know, 5% of what you paid. I mean, jeez. I know. It was, it was, that was a, that was an eye opener. That's awesome. You That's know, having, a- surrounding yourself with good people like yourself, Pat, all of our friends we've had all of these years and, and watch, you know, what they did that was good. We watched people fail. I think it's. Uh, I think paying attention to that um, and and learning from people who tell you what to do. You know, if they say try it, try it. That's what I do. You know, that's that's true. And you know, Pat and I, we've known each other a long time, and and we've been in masterminds in the past. Where, uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, a large percentage or a decent percentage of our cohorts, you know, didn't invest. Right. And and didn't make it out of of the recession, you know, got smacked mm-hmm. and didn't get back up, you know. Yep. And and uh so you know, there's there's truth right there in the longevity of buying over time, right? Like you have. Right. Yes, and I, I also will say this, and uh, this is another thing Greg said to me, because I said, I don't want to buy another one. The market's gone up, so the market's so high. He goes, in 10 years, you're going to wish you'd bought it. So, yeah, yeah. So I, bought an, so I bought another beach condo. Okay, fine, we'll buy another one. So sounds good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like over time, you know, yeah, it could go up and it could go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but over time, you look back and you're like, uh, even if you sell some of these, like mm-hmm. I've had properties that have gone way up and I'm like, yeah, and I've sold them. Mm-hmm. But now I can't track the money. Like, where did I put the money? And I prob- and, and, and I probably bought other things that didn't do as well. You know, well, you I just have to, don't I have know. To, it's so yeah, hard. Well, I bought, I bought a condo close by here on the, on the water and we kept it about five years and we, we sold it and paid our house off. Okay. So I, mean, I think you have to be smart with your money when you do things like that. But, you know, if you buy and hold... And, and you hold, you're okay. Because one of my beach condos, it, it's worth 50% of what I paid for it. I mean, you know, who cares? Who cares? It still bring, it still pays for itself. Somebody else is buying me a condo, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then 10 years from now, it'll be worth, you know, more than what you paid. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so. It's... I call it my nursing home money. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> that's awesome well listen pat thanks so much for coming back on i really appreciate it. i wish you the best of luck in baton rouge and guys listen if you know anybody needs to move to baton rouge louisiana pat wadham is your is your woman there and uh, i'm going to put all of her information on hybendigital.com backslash pat w make sure you listen to today's episode on 
the Hyben Digital and not the one that she will listen to her original one. It, it's a great <laughs> one too. It's full of meat and potatoes as well. Uh, uh, but uh, Pat, thanks so much and I uh, wish you the best of luck and hopefully we can uh, connect sometime in the future. Great. It's great talking to you, Pat. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much guys for listening to Pat Hyben interviews, real estate rock stars. Please don't forget that if you go to hybendigital.com, we have tons and tons of resources that you could use for free to help you make more commissions selling real estate. Every episode is on there, over 350, and there's a search bar that you could just type in the name of the episode, the number of the episode, or any category or keyword that you want, like FISBOs, expireds, expansion teams, buyer agents, whatever, and episodes will come up that match that. Another thing you could really help me out with is you can go to iTunes and give me a five-star review there. The more reviews I get, the higher in the rankings I climb, and the better guests I'll be able to get for your listening pleasure. Thanks again so much for listening, and don't forget, every episode, write down two or three things and put them to work, make them part of your goal setting, and make it happen. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. We're on Twitter, at Pat Hyben. We're on Instagram, Real Estate Rockstar Podcast. And we're all over Facebook on Six Steps to Seven Figures and Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. And don't forget, if you want to hear more of me, my awesome book that is a New York Times bestseller, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is now out on audio. Just go to audible.com, type in Pat Hyben or Six Steps to Seven Figures, and you can listen to it. And of course, the paperback and ebooks are also available now at excellent prices. Have a great day, and don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.